0: Welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we will discuss the business of running a dental practice with a panel of experts. Now, your host, Dr. Christopher Hoffpower. Hey guys, this is Doc Huff Power coming to you from my home studio here in Alvin, Texas. And uh, tonight we have a really special guest with us uh, who can answer some of the questions that you folks have had about this, this whole thing going on in Congress with the coronavirus and, and, and the response that the ADA has had to it. So I'm pleased to introduce you guys to Mike Graham. Mike, tell us a little bit about what you do for the ADA.
1: Well, I'm the senior vice president of uh, government affairs for the ADA and and Chris if you don't mind I'd like to tell everybody that I'm coming to you live from my dining room um, sitting in my high school hoodie sweatshirt um, at, that uh, I've been here since 7 a.m. this morning it's about 5 p.m. Uh, at east coast time right now so if, if you're watching this, you're seeing a Mike Graham that hasn't shaved today, that still has a hoodie, sweatshirt on, and, and uh, feeling a little rough right now.
0: Well, Mike, I, I'm sure that they're going to forgive you for that. They, you've been working your butt off over there in Washington for us. If I'm not mistaken, you actually run the Washington office, don't you?
1: I do. I run all of government affairs, and that includes working with our 50 state dental associations as well as our, our local dental associations. So talk to us a little bit about what has gone before.
0: Now we talked about three different stages of this project earlier, you and I. Um, Go ahead and fill our members in on the process here. You know, I know people say you love to eat sausage, but you don't like to see it get made. But I think in this instance, this is something that really people can get a feel for just what the ADA is doing behind closed doors that doesn't come to light a lot.
1: Well, I appreciate that. In fact, for our members and I believe we're also putting out information for our non-members as well that if if you want to know what's going on uh, we on we have what's called a, the huddle and that comes out every day and you'll see it, it is completely and totally devoted toward this whole coronavirus situation also if you go up on ada.org slash virus so much of the information, in fact, just about everything you need to know that's happened, you know, in the past and going forward, um, you'll find in those two locations. So um, so let me start from the beginning. The week started out with everybody at the ADA in Chicago and and also in the D.C. office at being asked to work from home, except for those essential employees that, that have to be on site. Uh, either in the Washington or or Chicago office. And the the first order of business was for us to weigh in on what's been referred to as the second coronavirus legislative package. And quite frankly, there were some provisions in there that that would have impacted our dentists significantly. And they had to do with requiring uh, dentist owners to pay sick leave and what's referred to as Family Medical Leave Act, or FMLA, right. and it's not that. I, And I will tell you that I have talked to uh, probably well over a hundred dentists. I've communicated by email, um, even by text. And our dentists care about their employees. They're almost like family members, um, and and they they are taking care of them right now. And, and I've I've heard just couple of stories where dentists have said, I can't afford to do that. Right. Um, so they were put in the uncomfortable position of, of laying those employees off with, I'm sure, the full intention of when this blows over you know, hiring them back so they can put their practice back together. But right. so the provisions that originally came out in that second package would have caused, I think, significant economic damage to dental practices. And we worked with with well over 100 small business organizations in Washington to to actually alter that legislation that would enable the dentists to have a little bit more flexibility with regard to sick leave and family or FMLA. Um, And and so moving forward, I think that everybody has gotten the information about how you'd have to comply with the requirements of the new law, meaning the, the second package. Now, I will tell you this, the second package has not been enacted yet. In other words, it's it was signed into law, but it hasn't taken place yet. So right now, there are no requirements for the dentist owner to pay sick leave or FMLA because that bill that was signed into law has not been enacted. So it's not live in right. the so now, one of the questions now I mean, well let me say to Chris also and just then we can ask go into particular questions but now Congress is working on the third legislative package and and that package uh, is the Senate has is uh, in charge on that because the house is not in session they flew out of town they're coming back and and the president has asked that that third legislative package be completed passed by Congress and on his desk by Monday. Mm-hmm. There are, I'm happy to say, numerous provisions in there that will help the, the dentist. And and um, and that's in the draft now, it's in the draft form. So it ha- it's not it's a done deal yet. Um, so we're still working on that. And uh, one last thing, we, we asked our dentists to weigh in, to email their members of Congress, to to say, you know, these are eight provisions that we would like to see in that Senate package, uh, which is the third legislative package. And uh, as of five o'clock today, um, which is 24 hours after we sent that action alert out, over 65,000 dentists have participated. They have written their member of Congress. That translates into nearly 200,000 emails going up to Capitol Hill. So, that's a, that's a heck of an them. outpouring
0: from grassroots right there. Yes. So I know that some of, the, some of the questions that are going to be asked is, you know, are, are these criterion are going to be retroactive? Uh, like, let's say if someone has already closed and they've been paying a stipend to their team or whatever, they've been, you know, their team's been furloughed, are these going to be retroactive for that? You know, what, 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 are, what is the expectation
1: there? So uh, my, my answer is, it depends. Um Again, we're early on in the process, the legislative process for this third package. So everything's in draft form right now, and we, we won't know exactly until the bill is signed into law. But what we've seen is encouraging so far with the draft. And I will tell you that the Congress, uh, specifically the Senate, who has put this draft together, has taken some of our recommendations to heart and some of the provisions that we asked for are in there. I would say the parts that are retroactive so far in the draft have more to do with the tax provisions. So if you're a dentist that has to borrow money, for example, yeah. um, that, that um, you will be able to write in the draft and again, the draft you will be able to write some of that uh, off um, of your taxes moving forward. Um, And there are numerous other provisions in there, of course, that'll help you. But that's, looking back, that's probably the most significant one about the tax advantage.
0: Okay. I I know there's been a lot of uh, questioning on the board about whether or not uh, there would be anything done with uh, dental school loans and taxes or being able to write those off. So if you get around to that, you know, since you have so much free time right now, Mike,
1: Well, I'll tell you that that one of the provisions, and we've been fighting very hard for this because I I think the average dental school debt now for someone graduating um, is close to $300,000. So do the math. Some cases much more than that. That's right. So that's, that's a big student loan payment that you have every month. And in the current version, it would allow you to not make that payment for three months that could go to six months. So Again, um, hoping that this thing ends sooner rather than later, that gives some breathing room to those dentists that have, that have debt, especially the ones that have significant
0: debt. So will that be similar to a forbearance or a deferral, or will that be more of a just stop payment, no, no interest during this period? And, and also, what are we doing with private lenders in this same situation?
1: So I can only tell you what's being discussed. What's in the bill right now doesn't make it clear how they treat that. It just says okay. that you can delay payment up to three months. So I don't know how it's being treated in terms of interest accumulating. Um, <clears throat> and these have to do with federal loans. Um, so the talk is there's there's significant talk. I don't want to go into too much detail because I don't want to lead some of right. your listeners uh, onto thinking this is going to happen. But there is a provision in the draft right now that would allow you to delay a payment for three months, and it could go to six months. Um, Details, not yet known. Um, But that's been a significant push for us. Um, And I think the administration, I mean, the Congress has heard us and and they've responded to that.
0: Uh, One of the questions that we get a lot um, and has been thrown around in the group is, um, are, are these rules going to apply to businesses with fewer than 15 employees or fewer than 50? Employees or more than 500 employees on some other sides of things, like let's say um, our our larger uh, constituent groups who have um, uh, DPOs or DSOs that own multiple practices. Speak a little bit to that, Mike.
1: Well, I can tell you that I think the Congress is specifically uh, aware of the the issues um, that face small business owners, and 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 they usually define that as 50, they are defining that as 50 or fewer. Um, In a lot of the current law, small business is actually defined as 500 or fewer, but they think for the purposes of this bill, especially the third package, they are really focused on 50 or fewer, and I think the the vast majority of our dentists and dental, dental practices fall under that category, and I'll tell you that's coming from both sides of the aisle, and it's also the House and the Senate. Nancy Pelosi came out with a statement that made it clear that that is a priority for her, those small businesses with 50 or fewer employees.
0: Just when I thought she had no redeeming qualities. But anyway, I digress. So. <laughs>
1: we're, we're a bipartisan organization. Let me just Absolutely. go on record as saying that.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> Sorry about that, Mike. <laughs> so uh, what, what should Guinness be asking? What should they um, be aware of where should our heads be here.
1: <clears throat> uh, for for us and and uh, and what we've been asking for, we've gotten actually a lot of our ideas from dentists um, who have directly emailed, um, called the ADA, telling us what they need to get by um, to keep their practice going. Um, we've we've had dentists working through, if you will, the chain of command so that they contact their state president and contacts their ADA trustee and, and, um, and so, or their council member. And and so we've gotten lots of ideas. So I think we're, we pretty much are zeroed in on what the dentist needs. Um, And it's, it's like any business, you know, make it clear what I can do right now and what I have to do right now. Um, to protect my, my practice and my employees, because they want to do that, um, and also looking out for my patients, and then how do I get through the next six to eight weeks? Um, if I need cash, how hard is it to, to get that? Um, and actually, there's a provision, again, the Senate bill that would um, create a SBA express loan, mm-hmm. that the intent is that you would get that loan and I believe it's up to a million dollars um, in 36 hours. And that's, again, it's in the draft bill. Um, and then <clears throat> what do I do down the road? I mean, what is, what, how do I recoup some of my, uh, my losses? So uh, I've gotten through the first couple weeks. I've gotten through the next six weeks or uh, two months. Um, how do I get my business back together again? And I think some of the tax provisions may help to do that. So a lot, of that, a lot of that is in play. And probably first thing tomorrow morning, we hope to be able to send out, or sometime tomorrow morning, it's Saturday morning, um, send out another action alert to our dentist saying, this is what we want to make sure Congress includes in the final package. Um, okay. So some of the provisions that are in draft form right now, we want to make sure that Congress hears us loud and clear. We need those provisions in there. So fight like heck to make sure that they're in the, the final bill when it's signed into law.
0: Well, uh, Mike, I know you've been busy, you've been working 16 hour days on this thing. And um, I just wanna thank you for the time that you've given us. And of course, if there are any crazy uh, questions, I, I can always send those up the chain to you. Uh, but um, I'd also like to congratulate you. I, I hear this past year you were, you were given about the highest honor a, a lobbyist can, can receive. Uh, would, would you mind sharing that with us?
1: Well, I, I was named by uh, an, a, uh, an organization called CEO Update as the Association Lobbyist of the Year, and and uh, I, I will tell you that um, uh, that I represent the greatest profession that anybody could possibly represent, and the fact that I have a tremendous staff. Um, that is devoted to this profession and to our dentists makes all the difference in the world. That's the reason why they're working 16 hours a day. They feel your pain. They feel everything you're going through, and they know you personally. You watched. You've watched. Uh, I've been with the ADA now for 25 years, and you watched my kids all grow up, and uh, they've been to meetings. And so we're I we look at ourselves uh, as part of the family and. So I'm honored by that, but I'm more grateful that I'm able to represent and my staff uh, represent this fantastic profession. So but thank you for that.
0: Well, my friend, thank you for your time and, and thank you for your efforts. Uh, we're glad to have you fighting on our side. Guys, Thanks so this has been another Meet the Experts episode here with Dr. Huffpower and Mr. Mike Graham, our lead lobbyist for the ADA. If you have any further questions? go ahead and drop them in the comments below and I'll try to get them up the chain and have the smart people answer them. Night guys.
1: Thanks for listening to the dear doc podcast,
0: your source for the business and legal questions associated with your dental practice. Don't forget to subscribe to the dear doc podcast
1: on all major platforms.